to this conversation. Yeah, and it'll get it'll get greasy from there. So yeah, like I had uh, uh, in my Substack too. Like, so one of the things that I picked on was like um, Canadian music. That's something that I'd like to really like poke at. Like, get somebody to fucking sit down and shoot shit about that kind of thing too. That's a cool topic. Like, because there's bands that like people in the states and places like that don't actually know it or whatever. And it's crazy how like a lot of those things didn't. Like, I was t- literally telling someone about this two days ago, I think. Maybe yesterday or today. No, it was it was today. I was talking with a buddy of mine, Teddy, and we were going over, like, that same kind of thing where, like, with the era of, like, TikTok and all these social medias now, Canadian music isn't as Canadian. And what I mean by that, like, you didn't hear about all these, pl- like, all these bands. What I was talking about specifically was the difference between St. John's and Grand Prairie. For the music yeah, scene. I know what you mean by that, yeah. I do know what you mean by that. Because, like, in St. John's, the music scene is so prevalent and so, like, in-depth. Like, there's so much. It's everywhere, right? You go to a house party and there's people playing in the kitchen. Like, There's a lot more culture to it, man. Right? right? Like, that's one thing that I find, right? Like, big difference between Grand Prairie and a lot of other places, especially Alberta in general, is uh, there's not a lot of culture in that way. And not to say it's bad or good, but... Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, it's just like it's different. That's all. I don't know. It's different. Like I want to play music and stuff here, but I'm better off just putting it on the internet. Yes. Really, like in real reality, because I don't really, I don't care about like as much as I want to play live. It's not how you're gonna go. Where the fuck am I gonna play live? Yeah. Like I don't. Yes, I go to the old mic and this and that, whatever. But even that's not. There's no game. Like you're only going there to play for a buddy drunk in the corner and whatever, right? Like there's nobody around here looking for anything. Like if you're, and the other side is you're not country music. It's, it's not the popular, going, right? and it's not like, and yeah, you're right. It's not gonna like build you to anything here. Whereas, like, if you no, go, man. you go play on George Street, and you go play a tour on George Street, and you're just, you know, essentially start at one end and work down the other, you're gonna pick up on stuff, and so like, you're gonna get more opportunities, and it's gonna grow into something. Whereas that doesn't happen in GP. No, there's no like, there's nobody to approach. There's nobody like you can do lots of stuff with country music, and like, uh, I know there's a few producers or whatever these guys are supposed to be around here or whatever like so one of the guys i work with guy you know i won't say his name on on the air oh, yeah, in case it gets on the air uh but yeah he uh he had this young guy come through of course he's a producer and recorded a song with him sounds good it's a legitimately good tune and everything else but won't give up his rights on spotify back to him because and for no he doesn't he's, there's no contract he just he won't give him the account back kind of thing right so like there's that type of people around and it's all like to me like country music has become hip hop in the early 2000s right like everybody does it do you know what do you know it what i mean it seems that way for at sure at least here like i'm i'm sure if i went home i don't think i'd feel that way necessarily yeah. but even on the radio man like you get a lot more like morgan wallen and yeah and, man there's a lot more like yeah. even what's it, I don't know what even the band is was on k rock all the time it's uh i don't know it's like it's it's, it's a country, like even his name sounds country I don't know, i'd have to look it up but it, whatever it is but he like that's a country song, like it comes on. Yes, it's rock and roll. It's got a big fucking lead guitar sound, yeah, yeah. but it sounds like a country song, like in a dude trying to be rock and roll country. Yeah, and I mean whatever, I don't give a fuck. But it's to me, it's, it's become hip hop of the late two thousands, right? Like because it was good, kind of like, and not to say it's bad or good or anything, but it was prime time for me in the late nineties to early two thousands, right? Like when fifty and those kind of buys dropped off a little bit, they weren't in the mainstream anymore necessarily. That's when turn to this other stuff right which now is you know became mumble rap but slowly became because of what is it little zane x or whatever the hell this guy is or whatever it is that country road song with billy ray cyrus now everybody wants to do a country song and it's cool to do a country song and like countries like infiltrated mainstream fashion even and, and stuff it's weird man. and i was wondering like if that was related to the fact that like Maybe I'm just hearing more of it now. Maybe I'm older and I'm like, oh, country's not as bad. Because, like, there's a lot of it that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm a partial country. Like, I, I don't care necessarily. Like, I won't turn it off if somebody turns it on. But I'm yeah. not going out of my way to find it. I like a few country artists and they're in my playlist. Yes. Yeah. I've never bought an album. No. Except for, like, vintage country. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, like you know, I got some fucking... Uh, George Jones. No, I got some like outlaw stuff. You know what I mean, like right. the Wilburys and stuff like that. Right. The Man in Black. 
Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's good, to, you know. I'm more into that than anything else. Like I don't really because there's a bit of punk rock and all that, which is I find interesting. Really, Johnny Cash is a punk rock like. Uh, of a country artist. Yeah, yeah, he's a country artist. with punk rock? Country yeah, country. like that's what I like. That this. dark and sultry, so to speak. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's funny that you brought that up because literally, I was telling someone today about it about and like we're just chatting about the difference between Newfoundland and Alberta in that front. And that oh, was it's a big difference, man. It's it a big is. difference. Like, and even coming from a person who used to play on that scene a little bit, it's. Uh, yeah, man, it's different down there. Like, you can, and it, even just getting out to play open mics is different. Like, people are up dancing and singing along. And and I've been to a few places around here. And I mean, it's not that it's bad. It's just people just sit and eat or whatever. Like, it's just no fun, right? You buzzing around a party at all, right? Yeah. But it's different. And that's the difference, right? But it's all great. But I mean, like, uh, Canadian music is kind of taking a, like, you think of it as some of the biggest international artists right now. Some, most of them are from Canada or were in the last 10, 15 years, right? The Beebs. Beebs, Drake, I mean, that's a big thing. Um, and if you look at, I mean, rock and roll isn't dead, technically. Like, not to me. I mean, I like new bands. Like, I'm into new bands and stuff. There's lots of new good bands coming out of Canada, which is nice to see, right? Because um, that hasn't been a thing in a while. No. To be fair, like, think about Samfest back in the day, right? Like, you go see the best Canadian bands. Like, how many times have you seen Our Lady Peace and watched Rain Maida fucking climb the fucking scaffolding and jump off and bullshit? Like, yeah. fucking... Billy Talent? You know, very Eddie Vedder style kind of stuff. Like, you think of, like, but to us, it's like, you know, it's those guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, fucking Tragic Hip. I've seen Tragic Hip, like, ten times. I've and I've seen Tragic Hip when they weren't, like, cool to see Tragic Hip, even, like... Yeah, yeah. Gore Downey on a rant about fucking flowers and fucking bullets and guns and whatever nonsense he'd be getting on with that day, right? Oh, man. Sam Fest used to be awesome. Tea Party? Tea Party's, like, one of the best exports ever. I forgot big, they Re- big Wreck is unreal. Yeah, Big Wreck. Yeah. Like, Big Wreck's unreal, man. Like, all these bands. I mean, like, so many good Canadian bands that are a lot forgot about. Lance is back on tour. Lance is doing big tour. Crazy. Yeah, that's good, right? That's cool. Yeah, that's, what, what is it, 25 years since her shit was on the go? So she's playing in uh, St. John's, I believe, at uh, Iceberg Fest, maybe, or whatever. Whatever the cool thing is. Because they got some cool festivals, too, now, actually, back home. I yeah, like the Iceberg, Iceberg Alley. Iceberg Alley one was yeah. really good, yeah. I've seen uh, J.J. Wild play at home, too, at some festival. That would look like a good festival. She's another good artist, right? She's coming up and coming. Really good. Um, I saw the poster for the Barry Canning. Barry Canning. <laughs> oh my. And what's his name? Uh, what's the other fellow? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my. It's right on Tip and Tonga, but you can find it on the internet right yeah, now. I saw, I saw it earlier today. I seen it really, I literally looked at it like three seconds before I came over here. Yeah, I think Cor- it's... Corey Tetford. Corey yeah, Tetford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was a big deal. What was his band called, even? Oh, God. Yeah. But he used to do Barry Canning. Like, him and Barry Canning did that tour together. Like, they put out the same, put out songs around the same time. And, like, they're buddies, obviously. And stuff, yeah. Does he do anything other than just play at home now? Like, that's his Barry? Band. I don't know, man. To be fair, like, I don't really know him that well other than, like, running into him and knowing who he is. Yeah, I don't know. No. But, uh... And, like, it was always a good show. Man, Barry Canning is best kind. Yeah, down at Knights Columbus for sure. Yeah, yeah. Pre Christmas party, come yeah. on with it. I yeah, but uh, that band too, Connelly Crush maybe. Connelly Crush really good man. Played the concert in the park. Yeah, man, it's been lots of good shows. Like Nelly Furtado was on Real. I heard, yeah, yeah. Right, Alexis on Fire was one of the. See, I seen Alexis on Fire in Halifax uh, because I lived in Halifax doing my engineering program there, and. uh that was the very first time that I ran into Dallas Green. And I've run into him a few times along the way, which is kind of funny. But yeah, he just walked over and stood up next to us at the gate. And uh, yeah, me and next girlfriend, he just um, had a chat with us for a few minutes and yeah. went back over, rocked out with the boys. It was really good. Cancer Bats. And I see where I saw Rowboats or something like this was the other band. And they were really good. And uh, Cancer Bats was not real. Yeah, Because they were like pre, like, they didn't have any hits yet. Like, Alexis was really on second album, maybe. Third, maybe. Like, right at the beginning of the third one kind of thing. Boil and Frogs, I think. Maybe, yeah. I don't even know, man. I don't even think that was even... It. Like, I'm pretty sure they played, like, the whole first album, basically, and only, like, half of the second one. I don't remember that much of it that way, but it was a really good show. But then they went and played, because I was stoked because they were playing Samfest next night. And I got to see them one night, and then I wanted to hear about it the next night, but it was really good, so I... I remember getting up the next day and messaging everybody and being like, you're going to fucking, oh, you're in for an unreal show, man. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. 2007. 2007, yeah. Yeah, because I, I lived in Halifax for a year at that point. And I made sure that I was at that show for Alexis on I do. Wow, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on. I'd love to go see Alexis now. Man, you hear your new album? 
No. Put it on your phone, man. Best album they ever put out. So good. It was, and I would say that because it's it's gonna be nostalgic probably for you more than it is for me. Yeah. But uh, Alexis new album, like so good, man. So good. Like I all last summer, that's like the only album I listened to. Basically, I'm not even joking. Like it took over my life. Crazy. It's super good. Alexis is right on the ball, man. But uh, yeah, man. Speaking of Samfest, Samfest weekend's coming up. Not like it used to be. I took that out too. Is it coming up? I don't even follow it. It comes up like it's the second, uh, the second weekend of July every year, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's coming up right away here. So yeah, interesting nonetheless. But uh, yeah, it's just like a because mom and dad. Were, I know it was this weekend past, I guess, because mom and dad were at Samfest Stadium party shindig. They sent me and his sisters, I believe, to sing a song. Oh, I saw that on Facebook today. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was a good time, by the way. If anybody's never been to a giant kitchen party at a stadium, basically, essentially, yeah, stuff like that is wicked. So if you ever do go, like people out there listening, if you are listening. Uh, and you do go to Newfoundland, which is two things that's weird. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you should go to Newfoundland, and you should definitely go check out Samfest, and you should definitely go, like, check out the whole thing. Like, don't just go to the one-day thing. Like, go to the little festivals. Go to Lewisport the day before or something, maybe, or whatever. Go to Blueberry Festival or something like that. But see anybody you can, because Newfoundland musicians are wicked. Yeah. And they put on a wicked show. It's not just a bunch of people that are stood around looking at each other. Like, they got lights, and they're up there dancing, and shit is wicked. But, yeah, I'm like, Mom and Dad look like they're having a fucking ball. So yeah. it's wicked, right? But uh, Samfest is a good laugh. You go, how many Samfests have you attended there? Alex Metis, my co-host here today? Two. Ever. Two ever? Plus your, so what, tell me your story of your Samfest festivals. Uh, I want to hear them from a slightly younger perspective. Uh, and so, like, it was cool, but, like, the, the rents weren't too keen on you going, that was for sure. You had a, a combination <laughs> of, you know, you used to be down there well, drinking. I, I may doing drunk or may yet. not have been there. Yeah, you may or may not have been the influence over that <laughs> rationale. I have no idea what people are talking about. Uh, or rationale, I should say. But yeah, no, it was... Um, Billy Talent was cool. Sat on the side of the... Billy Talent was really good, uh, man. Really sat really on good. the embankment of the highway and watched that one. I actually didn't oh, even yeah. pay to go. And That's then, pretty mad. That's savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, behind the behind the Toyota dealership, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> classic, man. That's a classic. Um, Look at everybody did that once. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, like Alexis on Fire is the one that I went, and I went for Alexis on Fire. Good Charlotte came on afterwards, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going Good Charlotte, home. I don't recall Good Charlotte. Yeah, I I didn't stick around for it, which I, you I know, I'd say was a dick move. I probably should, like, I probably should have stuck around for Benji and what's his brother, Benji and I don't know, or twin brothers anyway. Anywhere. But yeah, I didn't. Re- I kind of forgot about that. That's fair. That's funny. And then Classified was previous of the day. Classified is deadly. Oh, yeah. I've, cl- I've used to do a little bit of work with him every now and then. He's pretty already. He's already kept. Yeah, um, <coughs> yeah, he, yeah, Sanfest, wicked man. And so, what was the other one? The Billy Talent year was one year, and then so. oh, I see what you're saying. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Billy Talent. I'm trying to think about the last one. No, the last one I seen was Kiss there because I went with Dad. That was deadly. That was like his favorite band. It was like watching sixteen year old Dad. They had to cut wicked. the roof off the stage and raise it for that show. Did they? I don't know right? what they did with that man, but it was deadly. They had pyro and shit that didn't even work because it was pissing down rain. They still came out and fucking up on the man lifts and shit. It was fucking unreal. Like six shows, like for like home? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And I mean like it was no different than what you would have seen in nineteen seventy five or eighty or whatever. Yeah. Like it was no better. It was no better, no worse. It was fucking sick. Fucking yeah, it was right on. Do you yeah. wanna know what my first salmon festival was? Let's hear it. The Beach Boys. The Beach was, Boys played like, salmon five. Yeah, so I was like five. I can recall I remember this. As weird as it may sound, but I recall because Uncle Jesse from uh, Full House was a drummer of the Beach Boys. So, like, Kokomo. If you ever watch the Kokomo video, it's the same thing. If you're Google and shit, look at the Kokomo video and look who's playing drums in the video. It's Joey. Or Jesse. Jesse, sorry. Jesse. But, yes, Jesse is the drummer. And he, he was... That's the reason why I went there. Really. Because at five years old, like, it's the only thing I knew about. But... It's Back also to Full House. Beach Boys, right? So, it was sick, yeah. And then, uh... So, Bon Jovi was one I seen from the road a little bit. But I was a little bit young and I remember they brought me home early. But it was sick because it was Bon Jovi. Yeah, that was my starting. Those are big names, man. Man, back in the day, it was unreal. Like, back in the early 90s, like... So, I remember going to... Like, when I went up on my own, the first time I went up there by myself, like, say, with the buys, more than likely. Like, it was definitely me and Palmer and your brother and whoever. Snow and fucking... Keith, who the fuck knows? All these people. Um, we were up there for... I think I want to say it was... Uh, it was, like, Matt Good, Tea Party. I have to look up the year. Probably, like... What would have been? Like, 2000... No, 99, 98, 
in there. Even maybe? Yeah. Like Big Shawnee Tunes era type shit. Big Shawnee Tunes? Yeah, so like, <laughs> definitely, because this is where we figured all this shit. It, this is, like, to me, this is where Canadian music starts, is Big Shawnee Tunes, where people should, like, go on Spotify, go on Apple, go wherever, and listen to Big Shawnee Tunes. If you don't know Big Shawnee Tunes, no matter where you are in the world, go listen to it, because it's like, it mixes number one hits from rock and roll stuff of different times, like every year got one, and then it also puts a lot of Canadian artists in there which is wicked and they're super good it's like the best of kind of thing like when you get past like 1980s you know rush and whatever like the next up and coming group of people was these people well, for sure like that's what it was right so like yeah everybody should go check out big shiny tunes like super good wrote article on my sub stack with that too should go check that out too um shameless plug shameless plug <laughs> put the plug in but yeah so that's silly right but yeah so like i think it was that year like i mean i meant to like i went to one every year i made sure i went like regardless like, so good. I remember watching, uh, yeah, fucking, it was Our Lady Peace, original version, like, OG lineup. Yeah. When Mechanical Animals came out, I want to say, somewhere in that neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, fucking Rain ended up up in the rafters. And I remember he was, like, doing the Eddie Vader, like, swinging off the rafters. And, like, he eventually made himself got all the way up on the top, like, the very top, and walked right into the middle and sung, like, the whole song from the middle of the top of the fucking stage like where the lights should be and everything like, the movie, like basically like one step away from the roof kind of thing yeah super sick like super good shows like yeah the sand fest was unreal at one point like the mosh pit used to be nuts i remember rogers tv used to broadcast it live you remember this does yeah, anybody yeah. else remember this anybody but yeah so they used to broadcast it live but i remember watching it live on there man and watching people just getting demolished <laughs> up front because like it was unreal like yeah like it was a mosh pit like it was fucking woodstock 99 there like every year it was insane right? yeah it's full go oh full on all day long. Like, yeah, it was wicked. What a time, man. What a fucking time. That's wicked, though, eh? Yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah. Mind blown. Do, uh... So, because, like, when was, you haven't lived home now for a while, either. Like, when when, when you move here? Uh, so I went to St. John's in 08, and then moved here uh, about two years later. Oh, yeah. So that's what we were looking at. 20-odd years here. No, No, 10. Fifth, no, 10. Oh, almost 13, no, no, 13. what I saying? 13, yeah. Don't mind those, man. Yeah. Math is not my... What school in Newfoundland? Yes, yeah, sir, but 2 plus 2 is 17. Um, no, 2 plus 2 is 3. 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was it. So, like, at St. John's, you didn't... Uh, did you partake in any of the festivals or any of that, like, the regatta, you know, I mean, there was some nights spent at Distortion, for sure. Distortion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, really? that's... Down on the deck. Spent, spent some time down on the deck, for sure. Um, well, that one was... That's a weird one for me, specifically, because, of course, that was the era of Blue Cafe and oh, all of those things. Oh, yeah. I know. That's, like, that'd be, like, early 2000s now for you, right? Mid-2000s, I guess, for you. Mid, mid-2000s, yeah. And so Blue Cafe started when I was in Central, um, right around like that 2005 era and like that's that's what kind of connected me to the music scene in St. John's and that's where I heard of bands like Children of Eve Dr- yeah, at one point are good. drove are good, from yeah. Central out to St. John's <laughs> we're an all day concert I've heard concert. people doing this like your age I've heard tons of people doing this for like this and like protests and stuff like this yeah oh weird. the protest shows were insane um, protests yeah protests deadly yeah Sh- and- shout out to the boys they're deadly I don't know them personally at all they're deadly though like, yeah they're right on the back and like yeah it was like Chill Revive, call the ambulance um, call the ambulance uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is still to this day one of my favorite band names oh, ever that's, that's a deadly name uh, great name but like and it was about, mostly a bunch of guys from CBS which is the funny part so like the lead singer of Chill Revive, <laughs> like I just mentioned that was a guy named Joel Upshaw yeah. and he uh, he was from down like Seal Cove like way down there and I know, I think, Seal Cove, maybe Upper Gullies, but, which are the actual <laughs> names of places, for they sure. sure um, but yeah, and so, like, in that side of life, like, seeing all those guys was insane and, and cool, and then that turned into Protest the Hero and stuff like that. A guy we, they used to call Dr. Metal, his name was Mark Dr. Stroh. Metal, the boys, yeah. yeah. I do know them. Yeah, so the like... skate comp, and then, uh, of oh, course, yeah. his... Uh, I'd say heterosexual life mate um, for, for just for the Jay and Silent Bob reference, but um, his, his buddy, Johnny Rockhard, John Pike, he, uh, yeah, Dr. Metal and Johnny Rockhard. Um, 
those boys really did a lot of work back then. Like they were doing show promotions and all those things. And it turned into, uh, an interesting, an interesting thing. Um, and a really awesome thing. And so the web radio side of it, we, cause for a little while, there's a blue cafe <laughs> web radio. We won't get into the, we, I know. I mean, we, so we'll do, we'll get into a little transition here in a second. That's all right. You can finish your story. Yeah. Uh, but at one point we even broadcast a show from the Masonic temple onto the web radio. Um, and like, yeah, it was a cool <laughs> web radio was like the pre, like literally podcast before podcast, like, yeah, podcast live and in your area when like, and it would be some dude that, you know, from school or whatever, some dude broadcasting from Memorial college. Yeah. Memorial university in St. John's and he'd fucking read you weird nonsense or whatever. Who knows, man? Like it was wicked. Like, they had a ska hour for a while. Yeah. So you're talking about blue cafe, right? Yeah. So before we get too deep going on here now, so. Just so everybody knows, this is Alex Mees. He's my buddy. He's also my buddy's brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which it's is a, a weird very Newfoundland thing to say. But in a way, he's like my brother because I've known him since people, basically. Since I've known people, I've known Alex, basically, at this point. So, uh, I we've been talking about this type of shit on podcasts, whatever. So, so, essentially what I figured is I would have him on is essentially a host, guest, and like, help me produce it whatever so this is what we're getting into so we're gonna go over a bunch of shit today we're just gonna shoot shit we're stoned as fuck here we're <laughs> fucking weed drinks and everything else but we're just gonna sit here we're gonna fuck around and we're gonna talk about all this shit from our childhood um but i just want you to know where he comes from and like how he's in relation to me so like when i talk about you know 90s stuff and all this shit he'll know what i'm talking about because he was right there listening to our bullshit basically and probably taking it in i have no idea not it doesn't seem like it to a certain degree but like Definitely I, did. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get drop kicked off a ladder. Um, no, I don't know the, anybody who would have done that. No. Any any of those shenanigans, but I like to come across them tapes if I could ever get. If anybody, if Linda Elliott is listening, <laughs> if you got them tapes, man, I'll come get them. Just tell me, I will fly home. I'll come to your house and I'll come get them. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, That's a fun thing. We'll get into that at some point too. We're we're fortunate that a lot of that stuff's not recorded. Yeah, we only got a little bit, which is fine, but. So, yeah, so just give us a little intro, Alex, on, you know, where you're from, I what are you at? You, yeah, I think you nailed it. My name is Alex Medes. I grew up in Bishop's Falls, Newfoundland, Labrador, uh, and now live in Grand Prairie, up in the wild, wild west. <laughs> up north where it's fucking cold and shit, but it's actually really nice in the summertime. The summers here are so beautiful. Yeah, super A little, nice. little too hot this summer, but... Well, it's been a little bit too warm everywhere, because that global warm will get you, buddy. And or if and if that don't the wildfires, I don't burn you too, Chris. You're all burned dead here. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it, man. Deadly wicked. So yeah, so yeah. So on that note, then this is a funny thing to me. So to me, Napster, and this is going to tie into like to movies, to anything really, like you name it, porn, whatever you're talking about here. Like this is going to tie into it because Napster, I feel like for a very specific generation of people, is a super super important part of their upbringing and their even their personality to date because i don't people who don't understand what napster is and was i got into it a little bit in the like the first podcast the intro thing but it was like a game-changing event in most people's lives and it like indirectly for some others potentially alex i have no idea this is what i'm gonna ask him so thinking back to when we were kids and like when your brother was a kid and everything else napster do you remember using it Oh, yeah. You, because I'm sure you did. Like, there's no way you didn't. Like, oh, yeah. You had to. So, like, t t in your way, because to me, like, it, it was, like, musically life-changing. Like, it, I could just get all the things I've ever wanted. Yeah, it's the it, fastest way ever to download a virus. Man, it's not real. It's wicked. I love viruses on my computer. <laughs> but, like, that's how we became good at computer shit. Like, I'm so good at computers for no reason. Because of, you fucked it all up every day. But Napster was part of that pro problem, that oh, program, yeah. and it was part of our upbringing. This is what I mean. Like, it ties into, like, it changed, like, a lot of things people don't i don't feel like realize in their life so i find napster to me like i can say napster technically was like a divergence event in my life to a certain degree like it wasn't necessarily 100 based on napster but it was based on the stuff i could get my hands on due to having napster and livewire too or limewire well so. any of that type of stuff but napster was like the like og uh, og super og yeah so like what was like to you like what what do you think napster was kind of like for your for you or for, like, the people a little bit younger than me even, because I feel like I said, it's, oh, it, it skips some people. Like, it, for sure. it's right there. There's a moment in time where Napster was crazy, right? So what was that like in your way kind of thing? Um, 
I think it was, I think the the words that you describe would be like the gateway, like yeah. the opening, yeah, yeah, because yeah. before that you were somewhat like isolated. So, you know, what your parents listened to, what you heard of. And like, there's only like for things to move, it, it was that much slower. But now, of course, this magical, wonderful series of tubes called the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, like and that just blew it out and i think you've still seen that happen now with like things like spotify and tiktok and i mean that was the original like go yeah like it's like it was youtube before youtube yeah google before google in a way right so yeah i mean i would definitely agree like even from like movies like and i don't mean getting porn movies but i mean yes porn movies do fuck whatever but movies like because we something else like I talked about like before in lots of things like I talk about it in Substacks I talk about it everywhere like where we're from it wasn't like there was a empire or whatever the current whatever would have been AMC theaters or whatever the 90s kind of thing like yeah, in our no. backyard we had Classic on High Street the Classic on High Street which is still in operation I believe I don't know if it's under the same name good for them I'm pretty sure it's still on the go but it's like a, a novelty type thing you know I mean it's not current movies or whatever but either way I mean good for him it's still on the go deadly like people get to still watch movies on a big screen which is awesome I think yeah. it's like an important thing um, but yeah I can't really remember where I was going to go with that but <laughs> uh, it was just uh, like the, the availability so like I, oh I guess this is what I was trying to get at. it was um, even though like I mean it, there was a rental store on every corner because there was yeah lots or of movies every convenience store movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every convenience store that sold beers the back wall of DNR back wall of DNR and you go through the little door and there's porn in the back room and oh, people yeah. look at you with shame because you're going in there and it's, it's hilarious it like, wasn't a separate room with a red every, light yes man certain places you go to certain places they had little things hanging on the doors and shit mm. like it's funny right but uh, I mean and we had free reigns I'm sure since like I know your father like you had pretty free reign you had to watch and do as you please same way for the most part. Like, I watch whatever movie I want to watch it, whatever age I want to watch it. Like, it didn't matter. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's within reason, obviously, but for the most part, like, you watch anything. So, like, these places have whatever you want, but then by the time we got to be, like, I didn't anyway. Say so I was like, so Napster came out, I was like 14, 15, kind of thing. Uh, like, it, it, you could get all these, like, movies you'd heard of. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it was like weird animes shit like this like stuff i've heard of or i've seen in a skate video and then skate videos cky cky right oh cky don't even get me started on it loves it i still watch cky i love the shit it was shitty that everybody's dead dying or whatever but uh, but that was all due to napster but yeah this is a blow-up like it's a if people would say like glow up who came from napster like that's how that worked yeah like did you get anything like it was already like i have bootlegs man on burnt up discs at my house that I still have on my other, you know, my computer computer from, like, back in the day, man. Like, it's, like, the crazy shit. Like, I got this whole, like, Nirvana Live in Reading, and it's this weird video format that I had to, like, download a weird codec to get to figure out how to fucking play it the other day, right? Like, crazy shit. Like, it says real player on it. Real player. Stuff like that, like, yeah. DivX codec. Right yeah, yeah. Shit like this, right? Like, but it's on a disc, and I got it all saved. Like, I have an archive of, like, early 80s, or early 90s, and, like, early 2000s, or late eight, late 90s, early 2000s. Just in case the trademark lawyer. Just in case anybody's... Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just trying to help you out here. It was, uh, yeah, no. But it was interesting, wasn't it? Like, to me, that was a huge thing. Like, and I'm sure, like, if your brother come down here now and I ask him the same question, he'd say something very similar to me. Like, if it came to music, it was unreal. Yeah, for right? sure. And the live, you get live bootlegs, like, from, like, two days ago. You knew the concert happened. You could just watch the bootleg from a couple of days ago. Like, it was yeah. unreal, man. It was so sick, right? And then, like, you get Winamp. Rawr. Really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> That's the best. I still have that on my computer as well. I, I probably do. It's the best. It's the, no, there's a current version, man. You can put it on Windows 11. What? Yeah, Winamp right on the go. So I still have that on my computer for a laugh. Or... Get Showcast going again. Man, I'm real. Ryan Snow's fucking thing. That's hilarious. So like, that's what I mean. Like, this is a, this is all spurred on by that, right? Yeah. So, like, Napster turned us all into these weird media junkies in a way, right? And it's really cool because it kind of gave us what we are now, I guess, in lots of ways. Like, all the music, for the most part, that I listen to, unless it's current and new, but my upbringing was based around that. Like, people would, we just, we'd, and then we'd have ICQ on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fucking noise is. We have that on the go. And then you'd be like sending, because remember you could transfer files eventually. Yeah. Got to that point. That was unreal. It was so more MSN, that, right? I think. Oh, probably for you, I guess. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Cause, like, but ICQ was like unreal as well. Because there's peer to peer like sharing. Yeah. Like right from the fucking app. Like it was unreal, right? 
But it was a different time, man. Yeah, Napster was unreal. I felt that Napster was unreal anyway. It uh, it probably gave you a, a lot of your taste in music and stuff and everything else too. I would assume, right? Yeah, 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 or for sure. It's based around those types of you know the peer to peer, bear share lawnmower type stuff. Uh, bear share, yeah, that was the other one. Um, yeah, no, it definitely like a lot of those things influenced the music taste. I was definitely like did it change your older too? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Did you did it? Did it change your like? Do you consume movies and TV shows a lot? Is that a thing you do, or are you mostly video games? Because you could get video games at one point on it as well. Like, do you think with torrents now? Yeah, yeah. Like it was pre-torrents, you could just download a cracked version of whatever. of Quake Two. Quake Two, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, and fucking Unreal Tournament or whatever fucking yeah. shit. Right? Quake Two was the first shooter that I ever played. Quake Two, it probably would have been, yeah, because that was, was we were got savagely involved in that at one point. I remember like Doom and Duke Nukem and stuff like that. And I don't know if they were already out by that point, but they were. Well, they were because I'll tell you. So every new PC that was shipped was shipped with your Frankenstein or uh, Wolfenstein or uh, fucking uh, what's the other one? Uh, Duke Nukem already on it. Oh wow! So Skid Kennedy, who probably would listen, he, he, I, he would definitely. So what are you at? Uh, <laughs> He fucking had it on his... Like, he was the first person I knew that had computers and shit like that. Yeah. And I remember sitting up on top of his stairs and then the fucking computer thing was right out in the open because it was, like, the family computer, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, playing fucking Wolfenstein and Duke Nukem going into strip club. Like, it was unreal. It was wicked. Yeah. Right? So that was the first ones. But, like, yeah, like, so your brother and John got right into a Quake. Yeah. Mills, too. Mills got right into it, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we used to memorize each other's... We'd have, like, a bunch of the IP addresses written on a <laughs> yes, sticky man. note on the desk. 100%, yeah. Because me and my cousin Al John used to get at... Because we used to play Age of Empires. I was a really big gamer at that point. Like, I think everybody was to a certain degree, right? Yeah. But uh, do you remember when Roadrunner Internet hit? Oh. Or was that just me? Like, that was a big important That was too. huge. I remember when that hit, we were... I remember we were out <laughs> in St. John's at Future Shop or Best Buy or one of them. When it opened... And they had Roadrunner Internet. Yeah. And they had Need for Speed 2 um, on, like, a thing you could play and like, <laughs> there. And Need I remember... Need for Speed 2, Hot Pursuit? No, 3 was Hot Pursuit. Oh, 3 is Hot Pursuit. 2, oh. I think, was, like, Unleashed or something like that. Um, That's fucking weird. And then, but we bought Need for Speed 3 because of that trip. And But Dad was out there checking out how quick web pages loaded. <laughs> Because, I mean, the poor old man had to... No way he wouldn't have been doing that, would he? Well, the poor old man was probably typing in something and waiting fucking 10 minutes for a titty pick to scroll. Guaranteed you know I mean? he was man, waiting for it to fucking pop up. Brutal. Just getting the 90s tit right in his face. Yeah, yeah. Big fucking round booby. And then and then one of us probably picking up the phone and canceling it halfway through. Guaranteed you did that, dude, the poor fucker. Um, but, yeah, and so when that happened, like, the... <laughs> I, yeah, I remember yeah. he got to see that and he saw that in person, and it wasn't long after that we had the Roadrunner internet. Yeah. Dad supported a lot of those like he nerdy was good, He did, yeah. He definitely bought into the computer thing and everything for you guys. And got for sure. That for sure. That's funny. I remember the old computers, old man, that used to be deadly. Family computer sitting in the front. Everybody, everybody's trying to look at porn on it. <laughs> I used to find that so funny, right? I might have been a little young on that side of it, but yeah. Definitely looked at porn on, the, on this. Don't give me that shit. It happened. Yeah. It's, but, uh, and yeah, like so, like ours was in the my old room upstairs in the house, and uh, yeah, guaranteed somebody fucking caught me doing something in there that I shouldn't have been doing. I remember being in there with you, and Jason Cook playing some video game. Probably Diablo, more than likely. No, Age of Empires. Maybe? I kept trying to think what we played back then. It was like a shooter of some kind. Probably Unreal Tournament then. I played a lot on Unreal Tournament. I liked that over Quake. It might have been Unreal. Yeah, that was my the saw blade gun. Yeah, it could have been, man. I'm dry. Yeah, probably. I played on a lot of the first one, 100%. Yeah. Also, never paid for it, just got it online. Whoops. Like, you did with mostly everything. That's all right. They got the money out of us now. <laughs> Fucking right. They did. Holy fuck. Look at. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you are still big into the games as it is now, like computer games, more specifically, I assume, eh? Yeah, PC Master Race all the way. PC Master Race. Um, Boss. But, yeah. Do so you, like, uh,. So what, what games would have been current when you were, like, a teenager then, I guess? The one that... Trying, it probably would have been similar to us, but not really. Well, the one that, like, really set it off for me was a game called Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Medal of Honor? I remember Moha. This game. I remember this game. Well, um, yeah, I started playing with a group of people in 2001. Um, 
on Medal of Honor Alex Solve. And we started like getting competitive like tournaments and all those oh, things. Oh yeah, that's fucking sick. Um, I played with those like I st- I talked to some of those guys last week. Twenty two years, yeah. That's the guy that uh, the guy that started all passed away actually like last year. No way. Yeah, in Virginia. No shitty. Yeah, never met the guy, but man, what uh, that one. So you would have started off essentially like in a clan. Yeah, yeah. We used to call them clans. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's funny. That's shitty about him though. Was he uh, a young fella or what? Uh, Richard was like. Yeah, mid forties, So mid forties. Oh yeah. So not far off me. No. Um, but yeah, not that old or nothing like. Not bad. He just, uh, was, yeah, just had a bad luck. But, uh, but yeah, no, that was where it really started for gaming. Went into like Call of Duty and stuff like that. And then we eventually got pretty like serious playing lots of yeah, tournaments. Man. Played a couple played pro tournaments. tournaments. I played in tournaments on Unreal. I won, uh, I won a headset, a plug in giant stupid headset from I want to play 1999 or whatever year that would have been, 2000. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, anyway, because I played in the, what the fuck was the clan called? Something Chaos, but the the, the abbreviation was TC. I remember that because I made uh, used to make websites on front page. Yeah. Back in the old days, and uh, I remember I made a GIF, like one of the first GIFs ever invented, probably. And it was a TC that spun, and it took me like a month in this stupid program. Anyways, I did it. I thought it was so cool, but I had this like clan page on. Uh, Angel Fire. AngelFire.com. Angel Fire, yeah. What about Angel Fire? And, yeah, so Skid, another John Kennedy, he would have instructed me on how to do all this shit. And I like, that's what we, we were up to a lot. That when He got me into that. He was very tech-savvy and shit like that back in the old day. So, yeah, he used to fucking get me going for that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we'll come back around to that. But, anyway, we'll get into... Uh, so, you're watching Boy Meets World. I'm re-watching Boy Meets World, yeah, yeah. To the point where it actually got me to renew my Disney Plus membership. Holy. I, uh, Disney Plus is kind of shitty. Well, it's expensive too. I mean, for a single dude in my 30s, I, I don't need the cartoons. <laughs> and so. You don't need to watch Frozen again? No. No. Whatever. Um, but no, yeah. And so with that, like, and it's funny. So I, as I was like chilling, waiting for something, I wanted something lightweight to watch as I fall asleep, essentially. I um I pulled the trigger on Boy Meets World like it was, it popped up and I was like so how far are you GIF laughed and yes, was like man. yes bye let's go <laughs> um where so how far along in this now are you like, like season five oh you're like like going for they're it. seniors in high school right now yeah yeah <laughs> like Topanga's hot again <laughs> she was like the hottest her and the Pink Ranger and then now uh, I lost the Every millennial's first loves right there. I'll tell you my actual first love in reality was uh, the chick from Weird Science. I can't remember what her name is, but I remember watching that as a kid and her coming through the fucking portal when she, like, when they fucking make her. I was like, oh, my God, this woman is, like, the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. It's, like, from 1988 or something like that. I can't remember now. (laughs) But if you've ever, Weird Science is wicked, just so you know. So So you're deep into... Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah. TJIF every day. Yeah. <laughs> That's wicked. It's funny because I looked up the uh, the intro for that the other day. The TG, like, remember that used to come up on the break? And be like, TG, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Have its own jingle for like every, every couple weeks or whatever. Like, That's kind of funny. So, what's going on in Boy Meets World right now? What's happening in that? Um, they're just at the point where uh, Sean's moved in with his, his half brother that they got back with in. Oh, so like yes. the older brothers in college, yes, yes. and so uh, yeah, that's that's like the big drama right now, and I related to a lot of that too. Like, there's a, was a wicked show, man. It was an amazing show, and I think it like the problems that they went through related to a certain like age all the way through. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I remember, I remember that very distinctly. Like I watched TGIF for specifically, like more or less that show. Yeah, and, and essentially growing with the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, as you grew. It's like Growing Pains or whatever, all those shows people talk about from the like, early 90s, late 80s kind of thing. But this was like us for us, I feel like, yeah. It's a good show. Yeah, they, they must that. always have like a generational show like that on the go. They did. They don't. Sitcoms aren't as good. Like, sitcoms are shit now. Like, I don't know. It's silly. Like, since The Office, shit's silly. Because oh the laugh God. track sounds stupid now. Right? Yeah. So you can't really make it. 
in that way, right? Like, don't stand up or, like, it's hard to do it. And when you do do it, it sounds cheesy. And everybody I know at our age kind of thing says that. It's like, I can't deal with the fucking... Cheese. I cannot deal with the laugh track. Yeah, a little lactose intolerant. Well, I mean, those people have been dead for, like, 100 years. Like, this is people... Re- that's recordings of people from, like, 100 years ago. I don't yeah. know if they probably make new fucking laugh recordings, but that's the... When I was in school, that was even a funny tidbit of information that was spelled on me and, you know, from my instructors and whoever the fuck else. But, uh, yeah, so that's funny. So you guys were allowed to watch The Simpsons and shit like that when you were kids, right? There was yeah. no blockade on that, right? Not, Not really. For you like, fellas, I don't think, right? Now. Well, I mean, the parents weren't going to let us, you know, turn on Channel 34 and watch them. Like <laughs> a bit of showcase. Yes. <laughs> the fact that you knew it was showcase. <laughs> um, showcase and Bravo, man, just the titty shows, titty channels. Yeah, right. Um, Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You definitely weren't getting caught with that stuff, but at the same, Red Shoe Diaries. Red Shoe really Diaries, baby. 1230, 1215 um, or something weird like that. Yeah, so um, you definitely weren't getting caught with stuff like that, but no, like it wasn't like a restriction. There was no enforcement in anything. In you didn't have restriction, I know. Certain people I know did, right? Like it was a bit weird. Like even like my wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever fuck, man, she uh, was a bit restricted. I think she For sure she would have been. Right, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, like they're like Skid was restricted. He couldn't watch Simpsons for like a long time. I didn't is probably know. very surprising. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he couldn't. Watch. I remember that. Sorry to call you on that if that's a point in your life or whatever. But uh, yeah, like it was weird because he wouldn't think that, right? It was a bit strange. And it was weird to me when I was in other people's houses and they're like, you can't watch The Simpsons or something. It's weird, right? Yeah, you're just like, why? It's a TV show. Yeah, looking back and I'm thinking about it now, like, are you kidding me? Like, turn on anything, right? It's way worse than anything. And I don't, like, to be honest, I don't really like The Simpsons anymore. I don't, li- I don't even really like it in a nostalgic way. I don't even really look back at it in any kind of way. Like, I don't. I loved it when I was a kid, but I can't watch it now. I just uh, it doesn't do anything. I think I matured into Family Guy, which I mean, that's yeah. I don't really watch those cartoons anymore. Like no. I watch cartoons now. Don't get me wrong, I'm not fucking saying that. But like, I'm the first one to watch the new Marvel fucking thing or DC thing. And like, I love the shit out of those cartoons. But something about Family Guy and like uh, even South Park to a certain degree. Like, I'm able to watch that every day. I can watch a bit of it. Like, I watch a few episodes. And be like, oh, that was fucking hilarious. But after, like, two episodes, I'm like, okay, I can't sit here with this. Same, I feel the same way with Simpsons and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, were you, because uh, I'm sure Donald was, but were you into the uh, summertime lineup of Simpsons and then Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then Here and Now? Were you into that? Were you guys, were you a family of the news people? Um. So, Dad was huge into the news and I was I figured he would be yeah, but Don uh, that never stopped for like Don and mom was like you watch the 6 <laughs> o'clock news but that was it whereas yeah. like Debbie Cooper was the OG growing up right Debbie um she actually retired not too long ago yeah man crazy yeah. career but yeah um, good for her yeah no uh, shout out Debbie <laughs> yeah here now is like was was the like yeah and that that was exact the exact transition right it was like right into here now and then <laughs> You went from like laughing and idiocy to yeah, it was really weird. Fresh Prince serious. was deadly too, right? Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince had some serious moments, though, right? Oh, yeah. But it was a deadly show. I love that show. I can watch that now. I'm like, oh yeah. I've rewatched that in my it's good, uh, adultness. We'll say yeah, it's a good show, man. A lot of good lessons in there. I liked a lot of uh, what is the current word? What are you allowed to say for like a show like Fresh Prince? <laughs> but anyway, so there was like the spinoffs from like Cosby Show. So I love those shows. Um, uh, another world, and uh, what's the other one? There's another one too. But anyway, those shows were wicked because I didn't live anywhere near these people. I couldn't relate to them in any way, technically, other than their story, which was really cool. And those shows were really good. I felt like that, like that's something I don't feel like is a thing anymore. In uh, like the Netflix, whatever fucking era, right? Like it, the the week, the anticipation and stuff of waiting until the next episode. You know what I mean? Like all that type of stuff is kind of the magic of TV. It's kind of disappeared in that fun way. That's yeah, I mean, we're now we're now a generation of, that gets everything on demand. Oh, not even all everything. Like literally, everything is a video. Like think of it when you, you open your phone, you look at your t- everything is a fucking. It's interesting, interesting way to go, but uh, yeah. So like, uh, on like that, no, because like there was a lot of comedians that uh, transitioned to sitcoms in the 90s. That was a big thing. Like, right into, like... Seinfeld. Seinfeld was kind of... Well, there was people before that, obviously, but, like, for me, it was Seinfeld. I fucking love Seinfeld. Uh, 
And it's not for everybody, man. You don't have to lie to me and tell me you like it. It's, I won't say anything bad. I, I'm not like, fuck yeah, Seinfeld, but I'm not like, fuck no, Seinfeld. That's what I'll say yeah. about Seinfeld. And I know people like that, too. Yeah, like I've rewatched it in my adultness again. Like, that's one of those <laughs> shows for sure, but... Um, yeah, no, like, and there's some things of it that are funnier than not. But it's super situational, right? Like, it is. Thing. I love it, I think. It's and I mean, well, and at the same point, like, they talk a lot about, like, New York culture and all those things. And, like, obviously that's a key component to it, but yeah. that wasn't things that stuck for me as a kid that grew up in rural Newfoundland. As, yeah, and that's weird. Like, that's the stuff I thought was cool, right? It wasn't where, it wasn't where I'm from. Well, I've always liked stuff like that. Yeah. Like, where, like, I don't have, I'm related to it in a different way. Like, I'll relate it to it. And, like, oh, I like, I would like to see that. Yeah, it was bigger than Newfoundland. Yeah, it was sick. I couldn't wait to go see it. I've never been to New York. Probably will never go there. Maybe when I'm... Wasn't a fan. Like, I'm not now. Like, I could give a fuck now technically going to New York, but uh, maybe. Like, if I had a pile of fellas who pile of money, maybe I'd go to New York City or something. But, yeah, like, that was the kind of mystique behind... What I felt like was, like, movies and TV. Like, especially if they were based in a city and that was, like, a central point to it. And a big thing about New York, like New York, LA was a big thing. LA was for me, was like, oh, fuck yeah, that's where all the music goes on. Yeah. And then to me, New York was like film for some reason and comedy and like that seemed like the big entertainment for what I was interested in. Not for everybody, obviously, but to me, New York was more appealing in that way. Like the gritty streets of New York and you go beat streets or what, you know, like whatever you're doing, right? Like, yeah. It was, there's something about it. And like there was a lot of famous punk rock clubs and shit like that. Like yeah, stuff I was into, right? But it was, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, like there was, there, is there, like I find my stand-up tastes, for instance, and not like, because of Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, but like Joe Rogan, and like the people he deals with, and uh, uh, like David Hill, like David Hill had that deadly show on, uh, I don't know what it would be in the States, but it would be uh, comedy, what's it, comedy here, comedy show? Uh, it'd be Comedy Central. Comedy yeah. Central. Chappelle's yeah. show. Chappelle show, man. Chappelle show. That was another thing, right? So, like, yeah. So, like, do you feel, or I feel, that my taste in comedians has been spurred on and has definitely been super, super heavily influenced by, like, 90s dynamic, like, Dennis Leary and Dennis Miller. Yeah. Like, that's, like, Just for Laughs Gags Festival, for instance. Like, I've gone to that, like, five or six times. Like, it is fucking awesome. It's That'd hilarious. Be so it's so fun. Like, it's so much fun, right? Yeah. So, like, do you feel like... And then you pile, like, the internet on top of that, like, Napster and bullshit like that. And then... <laughs> like, I feel like that's our sense of humor. You put, like, Beavis and Butthead or something on top of all that now, right? That you got access to all of this. Like, I feel like that's really shaped the sense of humor. Whereas, like, the media would tell you it's very, you know, woke, whatever nonsense bullshit. But... Um, it's definitely not like like my sense of humor and your sense of humor is very similar. In I find it whose very, line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, it's very much like you know. I'm not saying anybody needs to make fun of me or anything, but it's fun and you can say whatever you want because it's part of the joke. That's the fun of it. Like that's the purpose of the joke is to be super funny. So you feel like that's uh? Do you feel like that to you is like something very similar? Like your taste in humor, people and humor to a certain degree have been molded by that access. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It'd have to be right. Like. There'd be no way to avoid that amount of, like, that content if you wanted to. No, and I mean, um, yeah, it just, it, it's, uh, it, I feel like that's another thing that penetrated a lot of our kind of personalities, right? It's the way that, like, a lot of that kind of stuff went, like, and you think about, like, what Rogan did in that way, like, so he was on news radio, which is a funny show, like, I remember that show, it was really good, I liked that show, um, and then he was doing stand-up at the time. I know, but I had no idea that was even a thing. I just thought he was funny on the show. I but then he started the doing, like, Fear Factor. And no, man, it. and then he, like, started doing, I think there was, like, a Bigfoot show, maybe, or something. I don't remember. I'm not, like, a broken historian or anything, but I remember him being around. Like, he's been around, like, forever. Like, he's about, and, like, people that he's been drawn to and people that he's brought into his world now are a lot of the people that I liked along the way as well, which is a fun, very interesting. I feel like there's that type of humor, like, South Park, all these types of things have been molded, right? Like, very 90s points of view. And I feel like Napster and all these, like the advent of quick internet, all that type of stuff was really shaped us, I feel like. And I feel like that's something interesting a lot of people don't really talk about. But they, and I think, um, I think that with it comes to like, especially like with podcasting and the shit that we're doing now, because those same people are doing that, what we're interested in, we're doing it sitting here in this room. 
Like, you see what I mean? Like, it's very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting point. But yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I don't know. We'll probably wrap up here. Anything else you want to say? Anything else you got? Any cool, funny shit you remember from growing up that people would think is funny? Mm, not outside of New, like Central Newfoundland. <laughs> I was gonna end it on just be like, damp, damp. But- yeah, damp <laughs> is a whole thing too. Like that's a that's a whole thing, man. Like that's a big part of the reason why I even picked up a guitar. Like even wanted to download the songs off Napster, right? Like that was fella a- strumming it with a drill. Oh sweet mother Jesus, man! Like. There's somewhere there's footage of a concert in the stadium that they put off, and Ryan Snow has it. I can't remember if it was there or at the park. Either way, they put off like shows when we were kids. You remember going to these things? Yeah, well, I put one off one year. I mean, uh, actually, John Kennedy did. I'm the real Slim Shady, with uh, oh with yeah. Welsh and Hines and I Mark forgot Landon about and Lundergan. That. Yeah, yeah, the boys. New memory unlocked. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I fucking completely forgot about that. Yeah. I say that. Holy shit. Stock and Bambi was another really Stock great band name. For that's a good. That's a really good band name, actually. That's a really good band name. Yeah. Someone's going to steal that. If anybody ever takes off more than five people that even know that name already, someone's going to steal that name. Someone's going to steal that band name? I would imagine, yeah. That's all right. Borland can sue them. That's all right. Get out there, Borland. Wherever you are. But uh, yeah, no, that's a funny one. That was a good. That's good. So we'll end it on that, boss. If you and I tell you something right now, I have, and I know I have them for a fact in a Dropbox file. The damn album. And Shut up! I swear to Jesus. So if anybody out there who knows me or whatever, you're like, sharing that with me for sure. I will definitely share that with Alex for sure. But if anybody else is listening and they want to have that music and the boys don't care that I'm handing it out, which I don't think to do because I'm pretty sure they have the link. Or I did give it to Mallard and a couple of the other boys at one point. But uh, worst case scenario, it goes viral. And worst case, boys are going to be famous twenty five yeah. years later. It couldn't be that thing because they're deadly songs. So uh, yeah, I got that. But anyways, um, yeah, thanks, Alex, man. No, we'll do, we're going to do this again. This next is week. fun. We'll <laughs> do it again next week or whatever week after. Right? We'll we'll get a couple of these in our belt here now. So again, um, do you got any social medias you want to fucking shout out there or anything like that? Anything nah. like that? No, we'll keep. That's yeah. But that's fine. So, anyways, yeah. So, um, Substack is Tiny Hitman. That's kind of like the moniker that everything goes under. Um, you can follow the same stuff on Instagram. What else have I got? Twitter. We got uh, uh, YouTube now. Does it YouTube out there somewhere? I believe it's the same thing. So, anyway, Tiny Hitman on all your stuff, I'm pretty sure. Even we're on threads at this point. Try that shit out. Wait, can't wait for Buzz to punch each other in the face. It's going to be sick. Can't wait to watch that. Hopefully they go through with that all the way. I see him training. Do you see that? Boz training. Oh, I want to see that. So bad. So I want to see the two boys beating each other each other. But, uh, yeah, go check it all out, boys. Uh, we'll do it again. We'll talk about some other bullshit. We'll get somebody else in here, too. Don might even get involved here one of these days. He no. probably will. We get him a few drinks and a draw. He'll be best kind of. Oh, that'd be wild. Yeah, so we'll get that on the go. He'll have some memories that I don't even remember. Guaranteed. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Have a good day. Enjoy yourselves.